Hi guys, welcome back to We Should Talk, a pop culture interview series from In The Know. I'm your host, Gibson Johns, and this week on the podcast, we have Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula from Bravo's Summer House. Kyle and Amanda are a couple. They've been mostly together, sometimes off, since the first season of the show when they were hooking up, and now they are engaged, and they have been engaged for several years now because their wedding was postponed, I think multiple times because of the pandemic, but I got an update on their wedding, which is going to have sort of two iterations this year. And we also obviously talked about all things season five of Summer House. We also talked a lot about Loverboy because this interview was sort of simultaneously pegged to Loverboy and Summer House, um, which I find really interesting because as somebody whose mom and dad are in business together, I think it's really, you know, incredible when a couple can make it work both personally and professionally. And Kyle and Amanda have never been better personally and also professionally. Loverboy has really taken off. Amanda is sort of the branding marketing person behind it. She spearheaded their merch efforts, which have which have been like insanely popular and insanely successful. Um, and they have a ton of different drink products also coming out. So we talked a lot about that. We also talked about sort of the glimpses that we get of them working on Loverboy and everyone else in the house working on their different professions this season of Summer House because they aren't leaving. And so we're seeing more of that work hard, play hard situation all under run one roof as during the week they take conference calls and have meetings and we get little glimpses of that. And so I find that actually really, really interesting. And I think it's awesome that Kyle and Amanda and now also Carl have been able to build this brand out of the show that isn't super attached to you know, the Summer House brand. It's pretty separate, but it works. And I think you know it's just going to continue to build from here. The branding is really amazing. So Amanda does a really amazing job on that. And it tastes great. You know, At the beginning of the interview, we, we, you'll hear we popped over in some Loverboy spritzes and we might have had one or two throughout the interview and gotten a little loose. So when we got to the Summer House of it all and talked about the Kyle and Hannah of it all, you know, Kyle didn't want to talk about it that much because it's clearly kind of a sensitive area for him. But he said his piece as did Amanda, and it was really interesting to hear about her comparing her friendship with Hannah and her friendship with Paige, because they are such a duo, and for a little bit they were sort of like a three-person group, um, but it's definitely changed from that, um, and so to hear her perspective on that was really interesting. We also talked about Lindsay and, and her kind of relationship struggles, her breakup with Steven, and then also sort of Luke of it all. There's rumors that Luke and Lindsay hooked up. Um, and sort of maybe some fallout from that with Kyle and Luke. And then we also talked about Carl, who, you know, he came into the season as in such a great place. Carl was like, it seemed like he would, he had been, new life had been breathed into him. He was a new person. He was mostly sober. He was really happy and, and, and really just kind of like, he, he was exuding this light. And then, you know, for him to have to go through losing his brother in general, but also in front of the cameras on the show while locked down in quarantine was really tough to watch. It was amazing to see everyone else rally around him, but it's clearly still something that they all get really emotional about. And Kyle got emotional during an interview when talking about it. But it's really awesome to hear about them rallying around him and continuing to support their friend during these tough times. And we, t- we touched on a ton of different things with, with Summer House. And, you know, so if you if you watch Summer House, which if you're not, you're making a big mistake, um, you'll definitely love this interview. I think Summer House is, if it's not the best show currently airing on Bravo, it is unquestionably the best show that centers around a younger cast. It has surpassed Southern Charm. It has surpassed Vanderpump Rules. And it's really just giving it to us. You know, I think after those first two kind of pretty mediocre seasons, they did a big casting reshuffle. And ever since season three, it has gotten better with each year. And this year, clearly being in quarantine, being locked down for six weeks together under the roof of a slightly bigger house was a good thing for them. Uh, And the good thing for the show. And it's a good thing for the drama. So anyway, I'm going to keep this intro short for today because this is a longer interview. But don't forget to watch Summer House at 9 p.m. on Thursdays on Bravo. Follow Loverboy on Instagram, follow Kyle on Instagram, follow Amanda on Instagram, and please rate, review, and subscribe to We Should Talk on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts.
All right, so we're here with Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula from Summer House, two of the bases behind Loverboy. How are you guys? Fabulous. Before we get started, I know we all have a, uh, a can of Loverboy, Loverboy Spritz. Mine is the passion fruit guava. We're going to have a little uh, oh. ASMR moment where we're going to crack these open into the, into the mics. Ready? Get close. Oh, there you go. Ours are warm. It's amazing. This is my first Loverboy Spritz. Wow. So there's three flavors of the Loverboy Spritz, right? Am I, am I, is that right? Yep, there is the blueberry lemon. That was our first one. Mango peach was our second. Kiss with chili pepper. So it's like our little take on a mar mango margarita without the tequila. It's the spice. Okay. You can like add a shot of tequila to that one. And then the passion fruit guava with honeysuckle. Which is what we're drinking, which is amazing. This is probably the sweetest of the bunch, including mm -hmm. our cookies. So I kind of, the spritz is like a little bit more of an indulgence, right? Because it's a cocktail versus like a sparkling hard tea. But this yeah. is supposed to be like the easy thing that like if you're hosting at home or like mm -hmm. you just want a cocktail, but don't want to go to the bar and you like to watch mm -hmm. Housewives like me, just and like me. a spritz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need to go to the bar for a drink. I'm going to sit on my couch and then open a spritz. Absolutely. So, and then, so Loverboy, you had the original hard teas. And so are these the two sort of main kind of arms of, of the business right now? Yeah. Th think of it like this. So our sparkling hard teas have to be it's sold. It's like Kyle. All right. Yeah. They're like me. They're like colorful, playful, flirty. Like you can chug them, you drink them like real fast. They're also sold different channels, but I'll get to that. The spritz is more like elegant classy we got like gold got it. hey it's rep it's representing the couple at the heart of the of the business exactly. yeah it's but so the, on the business side our sparkling hard teas are sold through retail like anywhere you'd find like a white flower truly in right. the market that we're in and we have to go market at a time just because that's how al alcohol works we cannot sell the teas online unless they're like in every single whole foods interesting okay yeah. So that's why we launched, one of the reasons we launched the spritz was we wanted a, a premium canned cocktail. The other reason we launched it was because it allows, because we technically, believe it or not, this is technically wine-based, even though you can't taste any wine. Mm. That allows us to sell it online to your doorstep in almost every single state. So this is like an wow. e-commerce. So this is something we wanted to do for everyone that like couldn't get the teas. We were like, let's come up with it. Instead of like changing the alcohol base, Let's come up with a new product that's still lover boy that we can like give to everyone like more immediately to sell it in store. The spritz would take just as long as the tea. So that's why they're like spritz is only online yeah. and Got then it. We focus on expanding the teas in stores. That makes sense. And you see so, like that obviously is no, you know, that's, that's a cocktail. No seltzer. That's right. not, yeah. that's no white wine. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so are you guys, and then, I mean, you guys mentioned on the show that Amanda, you kind of took on the merch of it all and sort of, I mean, obviously you're in charge of the, the marketing and the branding and all that, you know, the, in the merch became this huge thing, at least, you know, in the year between seasons four and five, it seems like talk to you about sort of like when you saw that opening and sort of just going for that, because it's, I mean, I, I see some of the merch that you guys are wearing on the show and it's, it's so cute and it, it, it makes sense why people are really leaning into that. You know what I mean? So people, I mean, people just love merch. Like if you are a fan of a band or a movie or like a team, like people just love merchandise. They also love to just like wear anything that has like, it's like their favorite sports team, right? right. 
at the time also in the middle of a pandemic where like sweat and like tie dye and everything was like very hot. We kind of took advantage of coming out with like our own comfy clothing that had our logo on it, like giving people something to buy so they could like support the brand if they couldn't purchase Loverboy, if they didn't didn't drink. I'm very much so like I'm dressed up right now. This is never how I look ever. Right. So I was like, let me design stuff that I want to wear. So I started like finding designs, getting inspiration and creating things that I was making for me to sell to other people and people were connecting with it, relating to it. They wanted it also. And it just kind of took off. So we kept going with it. It's become, it's like completely own business in and of itself. We've made how, I don't even know. I don't even know the numbers. <laughs> well, I just, like, that's, that's when you know, if you, if you don't even know the number, that means it's a, it's a big enough I mean, number to- creative I'm the creative so I'm like I, I have the vision I'm like I like this material I like this design right like, Kyle how has it impacted the business sort of I mean because yeah. like, it, it must have been again we see on the show that like there are supply chain issues and there are all these issues sort of like because of the pandemic that that are hurt, maybe having an impact on the the sales of the actual drink and so to have this kind of boost from from the merch right. must be really important I mean it's phenomenal so I mean first of all part of our whole thesis with this brand way back when we just conceptualized it in 2018, it's like, we want to build a lifestyle brand. We don't want something that gets, you know, pigeonholed as like a hard seltzer or a hard tea or whatever. We right. want to build a lifestyle brand. One of the reasons we fell in, the, in love with the name Loverboy was just like, it's fun. It's kind of part of pulp culture already. And if you're not a lover boy, you want a lover boy, like, you know. It works both ways. Exactly. A lot of different interpretations of what a lover yeah. boy, right? So, <laughs> and I think that's just the fun part. And, you know, when we started making merch, I mean, up until, I mean, shoot, the end of season, filming season five, as you see Amanda, you know, packing up the merch, right? we were fulfilling all of the orders out of our apartment. And so part of the constraint in terms of how big we could grow that business was literally on our end and, and mostly Amanda, like it was almost like we'd launch something and it'd be like this like burden because now she has to pack up 200 orders. Totally. Now- Finally, by the fall, we launched with a uh, a print partner, Print Hub. What's it called? Print Hub. Mm-hmm. They do our own fulfillment. They print the shirts. They like work. Amazing. With them. Yeah. Everything Perfect. In- so that like- takes it off your shoulders in in some ways. Yeah. And I feel like this season on Summer House, it, it's actually I kind of love seeing these moments because usually on you know on a past season it would cut to you guys like in the city for thirty seconds, like bowling around, doing whatever. But now it just like shows you guys in your rooms. Like we get like the like. 20 seconds of like corporate jargon. It's like mm-hmm. you on the phone, like, oh, I'm gonna circle back on that. And then we have Danielle like doing her finance stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, and then we see Amanda packing up the boxes. And it just, I feel like we're getting like an even closer look at your guys' work thing. I actually really like that. I think it's relatable on, on a different level now. Well, I thought, I mean, I was always like, wow, people actually can get an even better glimpse into, you know, the Monday through Friday version of Absolutely. Of, particularly me, because I'm like, literally like the definition of a mullet i'm on the weekend i'm all party <laughs> yeah. um and then if you met me during the week or if we have a business relationship you'd be like wait who's this guy on this tv show like you are all business but i do love that like you get to yeah you do get to see that glimpse into like how hard we actually work i also love it for danielle too because she is the only other woman on this show that has a corporate job works 
really effing hard. Her position is like higher than mine has ever been at my corporate job when I was, you know, working in corporate and people get to see like how hard she works, how much her struggle is, like how much time she has to put into it. And that's kind of why she like turns off and then like turns on. She, yeah. yeah. Well, just to, just to add to that, I had this theory and no one's ever proven it, but I was like, show <laughs> me another Bravo show. This is before, you know, Amanda left her job to join Loverboy full time. Show me another Bravo show where there are two females or anybody for that matter with legitimate corporate, like international companies, yeah. like bosses to report to people that are reporting to it's, us. Like, yeah, it's, it's impressive. It's impressive. And I think that that was always sort of like the promising conceit of summer house, which was like, it was this work hard, play hard lifestyle that I think a lot of New Yorkers can relate to. And I'm, I'm sure that other people can relate to it as well, but you know, I think this year, because we were all suddenly working from home and then there was like that whole blending together, I think that that like kind of leveled that up even more. And I think when you, if you think about Danielle, I agree. I think that like she clearly had to skip out on some summer, on some weekends oh, yeah. in past seasons because of work and other things probably. So like to see her there full time, but also get an appreciation for like how kind of the, her 360 life is, I think she's become sort of like a fan favorite this season in a really awesome way, I think. I mean, Danielle, she, it. she had a whiteboard on the outside of her door to let us know, like, when she was available to talk to us. These are the times my meetings are, like, this is when I'm free. Like, if you really need to speak to me, like, come in at this time. And it wasn't just I love for, that. For the, for the cameraman. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. That's so yeah. smart. Yeah. You never get like, to see that. The girl works really hard all the time. Yeah. So for you guys, you know, I mean, just as a viewer and as somebody who covers the show, you know, I was, you know, at early pandemic, I was sort of just thinking about some of my favorite shows. And I was like, how are they going to do these shows? Right. Like, like some, I, I, we were expecting Summer House season five to be filming last summer. And I think for a while I was sort of like, is this even going to ever happen? Hmm. Um, and then obviously it was great news when they decided to do like the quarantine version of the house. For you guys that are part of the show, what was sort of like that, like mental roller coaster like for you of like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And then once you sort of like knew what it was going to be, how just talking about sort of like how it was mentally for you guys. Yeah. I mean, early on, there was discussions about like basically quarantining in the house. Yeah. Like from the, right off the bat, it was like, we're probably going to do this like quarantine house. And then it was a matter of will it happen? Will it not happen? Because mm -hmm. like, all it takes is one at that point in time, all it takes is like one positive case, like basically turn the show down. Derail it. it yeah. What I think was probably more compelling was just, you know, the network and our production company was just like, interestingly enough, even if we quarantine, we cut out, you know, going back to the city, we cut out going out to restaurants and bars. 90% of this show was in the house in the first place. So exactly all the shows on Bravo, this would be like the least de like departure from what the show was pre pandemic. And I think that's what excited everybody. But it also concerned me because we went from everyone being like quarantined and cooped up with like, you know, their family and friends, like not leaving their homes and apartments to being, so it was just me and Kyle. And then all of a sudden we were in a house with like, what, how many other people, like six, seven other people. And Eight. it was now we were just like, okay. So we went from him and I, and now I have to be stuck with like eight of us, nine of us for it's a huge like, difference. Like, well, and that's the and difference no escape, between Amanda, no escape from each other. Like I, <laughs> I was have, like, yes, you're excited you. for it. And Amanda's like, Oh, like, Oh my God. Like, like I love this. No social life. <laughs> like, when will I be able to watch Bravo? Like how? Exactly. 
<laughs> I know. Well, Lindsay told me that that Hannah and Paige are like watching all of Love Island on their laptops like the whole summer. Yeah. Um, but for I you, know so, that, but it explains a lot. But but <laughs> so but for you guys, okay. Once you're in this house, how did you think it affected you know the 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 drama, how the season went, just overall? Because I think for me, it's this is the show again continues to get better and better with every season, and this is like. Ne- this this season's next level just in terms of like entertainment value and then what you guys have I mean one of those episodes was only one day and it was just right. like crazy what happened in that one day for you guys that lived in the house how did how did you think that affected it or not affected it that much I think that like normally when we filmed on the weekends like we would drive back and like you know vent out our feelings right. we would like you know talk to each other text each other on the phone like privately and like figure out our emotions and then go into the next weekend with like a different mindset and wouldn't have to like hash it out or like things would just be squashed Mm -hmm. where this summer, like you see the whole process of like, okay, someone had a fight or someone has an issue and now they're talking about it and now they're working through it. Like there was no time to like separate. There was no like, you know, safe space. You had to confront everything to that person um, as it was happening. And, and, Obviously, there's other shows like that, but just not on Bravo, right? And mm-hmm. and I mean, we lived in a house with each other. Like me and Hannah, for example, went like days with like awkward tension and not speaking. And then it was her birthday. I was on the phone with my best friend, like telling her like the argument that Hannah and I had had and how like how it was so uncomfortable and awkward. And I saw Hannah walk down the stairs and we made eye contact. And I was like, hold on. And that's when I went in and I was like, Hannah, I'm sorry for throwing the cup at you. Like, mm. you know, happy birthday. <laughs> like not in that order, but like basically like But that. you had to, yeah. To wish her happy birthday, you had to make, you had to clear the air almost. Yeah. But, but to some extent there, so first of all, we knew it was going to be a pressure cooker. Yeah. But to some extent, it almost brought us back to like the beauty of like old school reality television where people had to deal with in real time. You can't, you think about other shows hopefully no one gives me a hard time for this but like they're basically scenes right right yeah yeah. one scene to another because that's just how it's filmed like one restaurant here a house party here a coffee shop here and there's time to like get your thoughts in order whereas what you what you're seeing here is just like this is the real raw deal because people don't have time to figure out what they're going to say how they're going to act you know or you know does this person deserve an apology or maybe I'm in the wrong? Like, yeah, right. I mean, my, my apology to Hannah was so like in the moment and like came so much from the heart that there were no big cameras around. Like we, I like, we're lucky enough. It was even caught on surveillance that they were able to show that, like, I apologized to her. Like right. it was just very much so like I felt it and I needed to do it right at that time. I didn't care who was around. It was very, so it, 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 it does have a, it did have an effect. It really did have an effect on sort of how things played out, which I think yeah. kind of made for an even more interesting social experiment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I mean, this was like the crock pot of, of absolutely like, summer house and, and Bravo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just like waiting to just blow its roof off. Yeah. And Kyle, I know that you obviously, I mean, it's no secret that you and Hannah have had moments this, this, this season, for you, just like, how do you think back on what went down between you guys, whatever? I mean, it works. We're, we're kind of still in the thick of it on the show. So whatever you really want to say about it, but I'm just curious sort of where you stand. In yeah. The moment. In the moment. What? In the moment. Like you. 
I'm really wanted like that friendship and you really like believed her apology and you were doing, you know, going above and beyond to make sure that like you and her could be civil because you knew how much I cared about her as yes. a friend. Which is why I like was biting my lip for weeks on end. You know, I, I come into house last summer, just like I've come into the house every summer. I'm doing this with my friends, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, it never would have crossed my mind that we are anything other than that. And I think what you've seen is just like me trying to process the reality of like, maybe that's not the case. Look, I, I wish Hannah the best, you know, whatever she thinks and whatever she's out there publicly saying over and over again, it's like, you know, I don't really have much of a comment to be honest. Yeah. It's, it, mm-hmm. it feels like the things that we've heard and that we know like are very contradictory to like what is, is being said or in public. Right. Yeah. Even like to our faces versus to other people. It's got it. It's, yeah. it's just, disheartening but you know life goes on yeah for sure and i think and amanda obviously i think that puts you in, in, in an awkward position and we've seen that play out and i think what, what's interesting to me is that like you know Paige and hannah came into the show as a duo they knew each other and i think that they, they you know they sleep in the same room together every season but to me it, it sort of overshadows the fact that like you and Paige are also extremely close and yeah. i think that, that i think that sometimes on the show like I don't know if this makes sense, but sort of like them as a duo overshadows you two as a duo. But at least I'm seeing this season that maybe it's Paige breaking away from Hannah a little bit more. So I, it just seems like I'm I'm realizing that like, oh, Amanda and Paige are actually like extremely close friends as well. Do you, do you find that, I mean, how does that feel watching? Do you, do you is that an accurate depiction from my perspective on it? I'm just curious. So that it's, it's an interesting dynamic that I've seen play out. No, I think that you're spot on. I think that, you know, Hannah Paige and I were like very close at one point and Giggly Squad formed, right? And right. It like this group chat between the three of us to like them talking all the time and me being on the outside. But Paige and I were able to like continue that like really close friendship, I feel like, where it kind of, what I thought was the same with Hannah, maybe she didn't interpret that way. But Paige and I just like get along. Like we are the same person you know, I joke around about it all the time that we buy the same clothes, but we style them completely differently. We have so much in common. Like she gets my jokes, like she'll hear me say something and she'll be the only one that laughs at it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, so it is, I think, you know, Hannah and Paige have their own dynamic, but right. Paige and I have a friendship that is, is, goes deeper. And I think mm. is very different. I, you know, I don't know where Paige and, and Hannah stand at this point, but I just, you know, know that Paige will be in my life forever. I, that's I good. That, that's a good way of putting it. So elsewhere on the show, I think a big thing and somebody that you guys have known forever is, is Lindsay's love life on this show. I think, you know, I talked to her at the beginning of this season and we talked a little about it, but I'm curious sort of people that have known her, you know, for a while now, what's it like watching her kind of go through 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 these relationships and you know we haven't seen one work out for her and it, it, I, I think you know as somebody who just I think Lindsay is such a great person and so fun it's like I'm curious who you guys think like who what kind of person do you see Lindsay ending up with before we even go there if you don't mind like first yeah. of all like Lindsay and I go back and I texted her last night after the episode where she was talking about how she just pretty much broken up with 
you know, Steven on the beach, she did that interview, which obviously I hadn't seen until it aired where she was talking about, I'm 34. You got to understand that like, this is, I don't know what she said, but it's like, I'm taking 10 steps back, but I got to right. do it right for me. Well, it's scary to start over. And, and it's, and she said that very word. It's, it's scary. And I was like, I love you. Like this, this was like, I know it, it, people are like, Oh, you're on TV. Just, you know, wear it on your sleeve. But that was a very vulnerable moment because it's a, a real thing that all women face if they're entering their mid thirties and, you yeah. know, you know, in a serious relationship. And I just, I love her because I know she wants a family. I know she wants kids, but she also knows that, you know, you can't force something. And, you know, obviously I was upset that they broke up just because I knew how badly she wanted to be in a relationship. Well, the other and, thing is Lindsay's, to, Lindsay's a fighter. Like she, right. totally. her mother left like her, her brother and her dad at a young age. And she is someone who will always fight for love. She will always fight for that respect. She will always fight for her relationship. She will always like go to the ends of the earth. She'll beat it to death, a relationship until she's like, all right, it's no more. And I think that that's what happened with Steven is that she is, was putting in so much time and effort and like, wasn't getting that in a return. And it was getting to a point where she was just kind of like, right, like, what they, do I do now? They didn't have a lot in common, but I was hoping for like the yin yang effect totally what we have like we're not you know you you compliment each other well though absolutely so i was just like seeing how much work she's putting in also seeing how much work steven was putting in but we kept on saying all summer long they were like two ships crossing at night like yeah i saw that yeah she was saying she understood what he was saying but like they couldn't meet on the same level they were just like and that's why i cried i was was like (laughs) oh like yeah. those could have collided and it could have been, Ooh, that doesn't sound right, but no. <laughs> <laughs> they could have, uh, I don't know, Merge. two party Merge. boats merging. And yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. They could have had a float yeah. party. And, you know, I yeah. said, I think I said too, that like Steven was in the driver's seat and Lindsay was sitting in the passenger seat and she was along for the ride, like trying yeah. to give directions. And Steven was steering the ship and it got to a point where Lindsay was like, you're on the wrong way bro <laughs> right no and, and i think that like there, there's i saw some comments on social media that are like you know her standard to do high and i think that's like an impossible thing to say because i think there is somebody out there that will treat Lindsay the way she wants to be treated and treat her like the queen that she yeah. is and deserves to be treated as and that's just she hasn't found that right man you know and let's I remember agree. Lindsay bakes herself her own cake and plans her own birthdays every single year every year she bakes an upside down pineapple upside down cake she plans the whole thing out. She's like hired like bartenders. She's like planned her whole yeah, party. Yeah, first season we so, did a on, like so a she rodeo. Has a, she has a <laughs> boyfriend, like a boyfriend, a man that she wants to spend the rest of her life with, and just wants something. She her standards aren't too high. It's like do for me what I would do for myself. Right. And totally. That's, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, like, I think that's right. More. My hand, right. My, yeah, Although like- on that day in, in the summer house, like Steven was um, set up for failure because like no. it could have been. Because no, I told, saying, I like, told, it was a, on I many said, levels, a shitty day. I said, Danielle, yeah. if Steven bakes Lindsay an upside down pineapple cake, pineapple upside down cake, I don't know. I think that's right. <laughs> that's going to mean so much because she does it for herself every year. Like just have him do that. And like that didn't even happen. Like mm. that, I feel like that, like, you know, I, 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 I got both sides of it. I, I was, I, but I couldn't help but laugh when at Lindsay's reaction to that dinner. Like her face, like 
she she lets you know with her facial expressions and uh we all know Lindsay in a in a nutshell absolutely again Lindsay was like I could have planned myself a better birthday party (laughs) exactly oh Lindsay she'll find she'll find someone I knock on wood I think it's gonna happen yeah I, I agree again like I don't know how much you guys can tell me but there is something with Luke and there are some rumors that got put out there last night. What's the, what's the, what are we, what can we expect from that whole situation? It's also Kyle. It looks like there's some, an argument that happens as well. I want to ask you this Gibson. Yes. Do you see, forget about like any history past, whatever. Can, can you see like the potential of Lindsay and Luke hooking up? This is not like Gary, like, could you see that happening? As in, it, like, is it a real? Yeah, I think so. You could so. see, like, you could see like them like getting together. And their, their personalities, like, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And right? they're both very, they're both very flirty people naturally, anyway. You know, yeah. I mean, I have, I have no idea what happened and what didn't happen, but I think just as somebody who has watched this show since the beginning, I can. It, I, I, it, it, it didn't surprise. It did not when they did those couple flashbacks in last night's episode. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Right. I think that's right. Like it would make sense. Like you wouldn't be like, oh my God, no, never. It's like, well, yeah, that. Yeah. I think if you really think about it for like 30 seconds, it's, it's a, it's well, not I, a total shocker. I was like hammered. And that's how I think I we out. felt. It was like, mm. yeah, like I could, I don't, how, yeah, maybe. I see. Okay. So you, I got it. I, I kind of see where this is going. It, when I thought about it more, like actually, it was like, okay, well, Lindsay was dating Steven. Luke was in Minnesota, like during the pandemic, like the timelines didn't line up, mm-hmm. but there was still a part of me that was like, mm-hmm. maybe. Here's why I didn't believe it. Because Luke Lin- said no. <laughs> no, Lindsay is a big advocate for loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like obviously gave me, you know, the hard time that I deserved when I was unfaithful. And I was just like, in no way, I don't care how bad a relationship is with Steven, in no way, could I like see a world in which she's cheating on him? I agree with you. It, right? Yeah. It was yeah, like, I agree. I couldn't see that. But also forgetting about like anything else, I could still see them like hooking oh, up. Oh yeah. Getting a little drunk and be like, whoa, I'd f- you. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that was like the whole like mind f- thing. It was like, yeah. I could see it happening, but also like I knew that maybe it wouldn't have happened. It was just very confusing. They're two beautiful human beings. Like, why not get after it? And again, they both like flirt with you the second they they talk to you. So you know that that's that's just how hug, they are. Their hugs are a little oh, too long. <laughs> like, like like two seconds too long, right? Okay. <laughs> like whoa, whoa, whoa. They're yeah, they're both the type of person that's like you mistake their friendliness for flirting. Right. Totally. Totally. Uh, well, and uh, the new addition this year that I'm loving is Sierra. I think that she is, she brings this like whole different vibe. That's like so laid back. And she's, I think she, she really isn't afraid to just like tell it how it is, honestly, I think. And she's opening up well on the camera, on camera. Like yeah. wh- how did you guys, what was your experience like with Sierra in this house as, as really the only newbie? Well, I mean, Manny got to know her a little bit better just because you know, females the girls are all hanging out. Yeah. In the house. But from yeah. my perspective, it would be weird for Kyle who's engaged to be like, so Sierra. Well, right, I just, right. totally. I yeah, just yeah. had so much respect for her because you come into this like pressure cooker situation that was being filmed. And mm-hmm. I could just tell, I'm like, this is who she is. Yeah. And she was not playing any games. It maybe yeah. she acts. like held back a little. Cause I think we all do like, we're all like, mm, you know, like right off the bat, but she was like 
unapologetically herself. Like mm-hmm. he felt the emotions. She said what she wanted to say. So mature too. Like I was just like, yeah, sorry, absolutely. How old are you? Yeah. Like, I'm like 14. How many? Yeah, I'm like 14 <laughs> years older than her. I'm like, and she's a, and she's a nurse that was doing all the crazy the stuff during the pandemic. It's like she earned this time off. Absolutely, like it, time, I don't know. She's she an all star. Experienced, yeah. Right before coming into the house, she had experienced so much death. Like yeah. she was just working through the COVID pandemic at like I don't know what was that one of its peaks. Like right at that absolutely, time, like yeah. before the summer. She had pictures of like you know where the mask just left these. Like, yeah, crazy. Death. And then she God. just the house like this huge smile on her face and it's like mm-hmm. yeah I'm a model and we're like no you're a nurse like what like she well I I, I love that I think her her lower third that's like nurse slash model like that's just like yeah. that's legendary probably the I best one on Bravo of all time let's just that's be really good yeah. that's really good <laughs> checks her yeah. personality and like the way I connected with her she she has such a big heart and she means like she's she's a real real totally. earth girl mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she's so much more of a nurse than a model. I think she cares. Her heart is in it more than um, her looks are. But she's I love beautiful. that. It seems like Carl might make a play. Is that going to happen? Or I mean, I, I was know. I was kind of encouraging all the plays in the book for Carl. I was like, Can yeah, age go. That, <laughs> you know, every season it's like Carl three Carl four Carl yeah. He like goes back a step sometimes. Carl this season is like. This is the Carl that we've known and loved for so long. People see the drunk, angry side of him sometimes. This is the reason that like we have become such friends and like Carl's been a big part of our life because the man that you all get to see now is who we know he's always been. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you guys that because I mean, again, just like, I mean, Carl's been around for the show from the beginning. I think that he's had his major ups and downs. And I think that last season, Last season was not a good season for Carl. And a, and a lot of people, I think last season, I think people turned down on Carl just because, and I think he would, he would admit that and he would sort of totally acknowledge that, um, which is again, a huge plus for him to even acknowledge that. But I, it felt like he was in such an amazing place coming into this season. Like it just felt like an, it felt like a new person. He felt so refreshed. Like I, I cried watching him watch his mom get married. Like that was such a touching moment. And then he, we obviously find out about his brother and that is the most heartbreaking thing, but the way that everyone rallied around him, I think was one of the most encouraging things that I've seen in a really long time on TV. And it was, it just felt really special because this extremely, extremely, extremely sad moment became this not triumphant moment, but sort of a a really kind of like come together, like pass through all the bullshit kind of situation. Again, as people who have known Carl for so long, it, it must just feel real special to watch him go through these huge life ups and downs be there for him and then watch him come out the other side. I am I'm practically tearing up because that was perfectly said. I it, mean, I am tearing up. Before uh-huh. Kyle says anything, it just, it feels good to have other people, like I said, see the side of Carl that we've always seen, see the good in him that we've always yeah. known. Like we all have our flaws, but now like the, the parts of him that like we all love him for are coming through and everyone else gets to see it. And that's why we're always like, we love Carl. People are like, why? Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, like he's an amazing person. And now everyone gets to see how amazing well, he truly is. You know, and I, and I also want to just add like, you know, look, he's he's been in some interesting situations just by way of- He like, hides a lot Like, of like some of those, right. well, even on, you know, during the summer, you know, in previous seasons, you know, with, with, with Lauren last season where he was, 
going about dating with all the right reasons. He really wanted someone. And, um, and then of course, in between that, you'd have like, you know, when he met Paige season three, where he just like kept on dropping the ball. And as one of his best friends, you, you think, you know, someone until it's just like all out there, Mm. you know, for everybody to see. And like, I knew he had, you know, a slightly unfortunate situation with his older brother. And I, I mean, you don't understand that. Hold on. You don't understand the gravity of the situation Mm. until something, you know, in some cases, right. Something unfortunate happens. And it's just like, holy shit. Holding back a lot with respect to his brother and his family um, in past seasons, you know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, his story to to talk about but that still was having an effect on him and weighing on him and that's what we were all seeing is that effect without understanding the reasoning because he didn't feel you know the need to talk about it because it wasn't yeah tell. and i think that's almost the beauty of being on a show like this is because carl for a while was getting sort of like the ladies man edit and he was like he like that that was really the focus of his arc on the show which again, like makes sense. The show is about mostly of like having fun during the summer, but the fact that Summer House has been able to go on for five seasons now, it's given all of, not just Carl, all of you guys an opportunity to show a lot of different sides of yourself that we wouldn't have seen if the show had ended after those first two oh very God. different seasons. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm so glad the show got this almost second life. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it, they, Bravo gave you guys a chance to, to really Again, now I feel like I know even you guys a lot better than I would have. You know what I mean? And I think that that is, that's really honestly special and a great opportunity for, to not just show that one side and to really kind of show your, your and, and show like Summer House where, you know, it, the focus is on the partying fun and, and like party. having people. We over. don't get those like slow paced multi-minute scenes where exactly. you're like big drawn out conversations. Ours is like, boom, 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 party weekend city. You know, it's just like, sometimes I'm like, I know it's an ensemble cast. I know we only get 42 minutes per episode to like tell a story among like eight, nine, 10 people, mm-hmm. but it's like, there's oh, so there's much. so much more. Right. Right. Totally. But it's like, I do think that we have, because it's been on for a while, we've, we finally gotten to see Absolutely. these like glimmers. And I think also this summer, because we aren't checking back out, we're, we're just fully checked in the whole time. I think that that creates for it. And I think, you know, because of that, and, and I've said this, I think that, I think that, Summer House is the best show on Bravo, like with a younger cast. Like, I think that like for a while it was, you know, Vanderpump Rules was sort of the king in in that area, you know, Southern Charm had its heyday, but you know, I think that you guys have really kind of like usurped that title. And do do you, do you sense that? Do you sense that like the sort of conversation of the show has really been elevated, enhanced, kind of reached fever pitch in, in some sort of way? I, I, I don't. I, I mean, I grew up watching uh, Vanderpump Rules and right. like OC and Beverly Hills and even, even Southern Charm. Real Housewives of OC. Oh, I was like, OC <laughs> wasn't real? OC, OC. OC, OC. Um, also the OC, but yeah, ne- next but conversation. Also, yeah, so right. Devils and all that. But no, I grew up watching those and I, you know, when I'm like, I mean, filming like I'm living my life as who I am and I mm-hmm. I never not I'm not comparing us to like the housewives but to Vanderpump and Southern Charm you know I never see like the life that I'm living to to meet like the expectations of of how amazing those two shows have been right I, you know this is like I'm just like this is my life like this is what well on that, this is what on goes that down. Note, like so I hadn't watched a lot of Bravo all right 
any Bravo actually when I sign my contract. Literally zero Bravo. I'm like, who wants to watch us? Well, no, that's not what I was going with. That's how I feel. I'm like, you guys are having fun. So a lot of people uh, turns out. I was like, I think it's actually really interesting that our show incorporates surveillance cameras. And particularly in this last season, there's no escape. Mm-hmm. What you see is what you get. Because in a way, like I think it's something Bravo fans like, had to get used to was well, like this different version of a show. Sorry. She had a couple of drinks. Um, she's also the, she, she's the Bravo expert in this situation. I Kyle, well, continue. No, I'm, I'm saying from an outsider's perspective, right. I'm like, I was skeptical because I'm like, wait, how produced is this? How scripted is this? Like I'm, I've got my like MBA. I'm not an actor. Like, I'm like you have and, no idea. And I'm like, Vicky. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know who that is. I know. So, so listen, my whole thing was like, I think the reason the show had potential is because it like lifts up the curtain to something that was already existing friendships that already, you know, had developed and there was less opportunity to, you know, even look, look, our production company doesn't script and produce us, but when you're on a TV show long enough, a lot of people end up doing it themselves. Yeah. And our show doesn't really allow for that as much because again, the tapes roll. So mm-hmm. I was always like, I always was really long, you know, if we're going to talk stocks here on <laughs> what our show's potential could be just because I'm like, if we have an, you know, interesting people that kind of embody that like work hard, play hard lifestyle where yeah. you know, we're dynamic, we've got a lot going on. I'm like, how could that not be interesting? Um, yeah. So I think we're just kind of hitting our stride. And, you know, like I said, there's only so many minutes in an episode and i'm just i feel very fortunate that we've gotten to to where we're at so i know i i, I, <laughs> I, I, I it makes me very excited too <laughs> um so i mean so wrapping up it's like i feel like we have the season five and you guys have a lot of things in your life that are on the precipice i mean lover boy is continuing to grow i know that you guys are you have an exciting launch of espresso martinis which makes you extremely excited kyle i told you that before, I told before we started before recording yeah so, we'll have to send but, you some. I was like, we drank enough espresso martinis on and off the show that I'm like, by golly, we're going to do it. And it's, we're going to do it direct to consumer. It's so Are they fun in a can? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's so fun to see people tweeting like about, do you have one? Oh my okay. God, Johnny. Here it's we so, go, baby. It's so fun to see people tweeting about like, what's like with reality tv and espresso martinis and like meanwhile right. we've had it's one thing. produced this whole time for the last 20 years we've had one made <laughs> this whole time and like it's just been like a, a matter of like getting it like legally signed off on to market so and all that yeah to market but um people i mean it's the drink of it's gonna be a craze it, it re- i mean that maybe that's why i love it so much like gorgeous look at that the, the brown and gold is perfect Whoa. wow Wow! Yeah, I thought we're so. Is is that is that that's the, that's the next big chapter for Loverboy? Is that the what we've been kind of working towards? Yeah, wow! So it's so like sleek. Percent alcohol versus like the six percent what you're drinking. Oh, so it will it get you. It'll, it'll, it'll get you after right. Yeah. Okay. It's, we say it's a like you can make two martinis like a double, and but you know we like to drink it so. in this group, right? <laughs> so oh. is that is what what? So we have a special martini coming up. Is is there like a next iteration of? lover boy has coming honestly what we're just trying to do is expand and a lot of people just don't understand like hey i can buy white claw and truly why can't i buy you know your sparkling hard teas well those were like companies that are decades old in some situations Mm -hmm. it just takes time 
that's again, part of the reason we want, we launched these cocktails is so we could give something to people that want to try a lover boy. Absolutely. So we're just going to continue to, you know, roll out new flavors and, and, you know, with, with our cocktails that we sell online and then just continue to open up new markets with our teas. Yeah. I think that, yeah, the goal is to yeah expand with the teas, but then to come out with new flavors for the spritz. Cause that's easier to like get make available fast track right exactly and then personally you know you guys obviously put your wedding on hold on the show you talked about kids i saw you guys fostered a dog personally what's on the horizon what's the current wedding plan before we sign off so we basically kind of went through the rigmarole we we postponed our wedding till june of this year you know we just kind of finally got that a-ok from the venue owner as we started filming season five and you know a couple months ago there was like all sorts of talks about the vaccines not being anywhere near ready until the summer or maybe Mm -hmm. the fall. So we were like literally in this, like in limbo, like a June wedding that is at a venue with a minimum of 225 people inside happen by like New Jersey state law. Cause we were actually going to get married in in her home state. Uh, No. Yeah. Hmm. So it's a little bit up in the air. right now. (laughs) I mean, it's, I think everyone understands. I think just people are so excited to, for that day. To, obviously, you guys know that. Yeah, yeah, I think we have, it's, it, we, the event that we're doing with our family and friends is gonna be postponed till September. And I, we're doing it in my parents' backyard. Love, love it. You got, you got, you got best, best of both worlds, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause like, this is like, and if you count that as a venue, that'd be like our fourth venue because we, our first venue backed out because of filming newsflash. Mm-hmm. Our second venue, we had capacity constraints. Um, they couldn't do 225. Our third venue was the one we landed on, but then COVID hit. And it's like, oh my God. But I think I said it on Watch What Happens Live and people have like driven past our house. And I think someone sent my parents like a, a letter in the mail being like, I heard your daughter's getting married in your backyard. <laughs> Yeah. So the, the excitement's already building. I yeah. love it. Well, what well, kind that is building all over again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it was put on hold, but now we're, we're ready. So Pal and Amanda, it was so fun to catch up with you. I'm so glad we were able to do this on a Friday afternoon with, with our lover boys. Like this is ah, delicious spritz. I didn't, I didn't know you'd have, what'd you think of the passion fruit? I think it's delicious. I, I like really sweet drinks. So, and I don't think it's too sweet for me. So well, I think like it's great. Tart. It's like a sweet tart. Yeah. I'll let you guys know. I haven't had the other two yet, so I'll, I'll maybe I'll I'll keep this this afternoon. I'll just keep going, you know. <laughs> I want to see it on Twitter. I want to see like your ranking of your spritz flavors. Ooh, perfect. I'll tweet it at you guys. Um, so before we go, where can people follow Loverboy and you guys to get more of what the next drop? Because I, I know you're you're always coming up with something new. Yeah. So if you go to uh, on Instagram or or on our web, Drink Loverboy. Drink Loverboy on Instagram and Twitter. And then we're actually at Loverboy on TikTok. Apparently, hey, like, you locked that down. That's a good username. We got like just Loverboy. But um, I will say, we if you go to our Instagram and you click text, like when we drop new merch, we drop new flavors, um, which all the time sell out. If you're on our text platform, like that's mm. the easiest way to stand. That's when you get like got the, it. the VIP. That's the, that's the insider VIP. Love it. You got all it. Right, well, Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula. So it's, it's always fun. <laughs> thanks so much Kirsten. bye guys i'll talk to you soon thank you, man. bye thank you so much for listening for more celebrity interviews subscribe to we should talk on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
If you like what you heard, please rate and review us as any show of support you can give us would be greatly appreciated. You can follow me at Gibsonoma on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow In The Know at In The Know on Twitter and at Watch In The Know on Instagram. We'll talk to you next time.